Operabi podcast, dedicated to points of view, challenges, experiences, and best practices for managing your enterprise data. Operabi is the data intelligence and automation platform that empowers organizations to truly control and leverage their data without complexity. Good afternoon, everyone. Daryl Richardson here, the Chief Platform Evangelist for Operavi Software. Today, we are going to discuss something I've been really passionate about for the last 14 years in this business, uh, how data garbage is putting your company at risk and wasting a ton of money. The typical enterprise holds roughly 60% of its unstructured data that truly has no value to the organization whatsoever. You know, these are files like lunch menus or pictures or MP3s or videos that just clutter up the storage for the enterprise. Now, the bigger problem here is, you know, if you look at the overall storage footprint for the typical enterprise today, we're, we're approaching 400 terabytes of data. You look at 60% of that data that has no value to the organization whatsoever, and you're looking at over 220 terabytes of data that's being stored in the enterprise. You still have to back this stuff up, right? I mean, and data protection tools are very expensive. The licensing for these tools are very expensive. Why is this? Well, pr pr primarily because these backup related companies know that you need to back up your information for security purposes or availability purposes uh, if you need to recover from a disaster you know so when you start looking at the bigger picture around storage i my storage is growing 20 percent year over year that means my backup licensing is going to climb year over year by 20 percent it also means that my compliance and legal departments, whenever we answer a request for some information, could be a legal legal issue. It could be a a request from the public because you're a a state or local or federal agency, um, you know, with FOIA requests or data subject access requests or um, you know any of these requests that somebody asks. That means more data that your compliance and legal team is going to have to look through, which is very expensive. So your legal teams, if they had half the data to go to, think about this. Your, your legal costs for looking through your unstructured data would be cut in half. It would be easier to get to a more relevant data set if you had half the data to look through. Uh, the review times, the redaction times, all of these things would be significantly reduced if you could reduce upwards to 60% of your footprint uh, based on getting rid of this redundant, obsolete, or trivial data. We also look at the amount of files. So each terabyte can hold up to a million files. In some cases, I've seen over two million files, you know, small log files or text files and, uh, you know, typical, you know, small word documents that people just open up and create notes or something like that, you know. So, you know, when you look at the just the sheer amount of data that's in 400 terabytes of information, 
the reduction of this much data is certainly something that should be looked at and, and maintained over the life cycle of data. We don't need to keep data forever. There is certain types of data that you have to retain for a specific time period. And how do you know what that is? I mean, obviously, your your retention schedules, based on the business that you're in, if you're finance or you're in healthcare, or if you're government agencies where some government agencies have to actually keep data forever, so you store it on-premise in the uh, data center of your agency, and then after 15 years, it has to go to National Archives. So, that, yeah, I mean, we all know that we have to keep certain data forever, right? Or, or cert certain data for certain types of times or, or certain lengths of times. But we certainly do not need to keep the lunch menus, the family photos, the log files, the application files from, from applications that haven't been used in five years. So these are what I like to call low-hanging fruit and things that can be removed almost immediately. So how does Operavi work and how does it help in this process of eliminating rot data? So Operavi is very unique in the way that we collect information. So not only do we collect the full contents of the file, but we collect all the metadata of the file as well. So if you look at typical intelligence applications that are sitting out there today, they collect, you know, upwards to, you know, maybe 10 metadata fields, you know, so you got your access date, your modified date, your create date, your user, your file size, your file type, you know, these kind of things, right? Is that really enough to make these decisions on the value of data? I mean, how can you look at just the metadata fields of around, you know, centered around size, date, and type, not knowing really what the content is? How do you make that determination? Most organizations in the last 15 years have used a date range to determine the value of their file. So like any, we have a internal data retention plan for three years. Any file that's over three years, remove it, right? You know, that's, that, that's, that's sort of been the mentality. And that's kind of where this, the archiving tools are. You know, they set up a retention of a certain amount of time and it's usually date range based. So, what you really need to be looking at in regards to assessing the value of information is a combination of all the metadata fields and the contents of the data. So if you're looking at the contents of the file, the contents of the file might have information in it that requires you to retain data, right? And this file might be might have been last touched five years ago. Who, who knows what that is? But, but if you have to keep certain types of data for a certain amount of time, how do you look at it just because of a date? I have never been able to determine how compliance officers can actually make a determination of the value of a file just based on a date. So collecting all of the contents of the file, it, it also requires you know, that index to be stored and maintained. You know, this also offers the ability to use the platform from Operavi as an enterprise search tool. You know, so if you're going to collect all the metadata and all the index data, you might as well store it and let the users take advantage of that information that's in a single pane of glass in a single location. 
So now I can use the platform, collect all my unstructured data, and I can start building reports based on whatever criteria I want. If I want to just continue to use a date range, I can build a report that says I want to find all of my data that's older than three years old, and then produce this report with lots of columns of information because I have all this metadata as well. You know, so the value of metadata is definitely coming into the limelight here when you look at how much metadata is actually there that you can use. And not only using it for data retention or compliance purposes, but it's forensic purposes, right? You know, can a file be printed, right? Because a, a file, you know, I, I always use this example, you know, a, a user open, a, a user is accused of printing a file um, like a PDF, right? They, they printed this file and uh, they distributed the file to, you know, 10 people because it had a whole list of credit cards and names and account numbers and all this, right? You know, so this person's, you know, now having to answer for the problem, you know? So from the internal security team perspective, if you know how PDFs are constructed, there are PDF settings that allow certain files to be viewed only in low resolution, or you can't make modifications, or they're password protected, or if you want to print them, it requires a password, or if you can don't want to print it at all, it just doesn't allow printing. You know, so looking at the metadata of that specific file that was in question for this security incident, the file PDF settings were set to do not print. So there's no way that this person printed that file, not from opening up the PDF file and saying print, it just wouldn't allow it. I mean, somebody could always make a screen capture of something and, you know, but that would not be this same file. I mean, you have to go and look for some other file that would be a screen capture of something that he took on the screen of, you know, for all these account numbers, because that file couldn't be printed, you know, so that would have exonerated that person. And you can look at the PDF settings in the Operavi platform because we've captured all of these settings. That's just a very small, minute um, use case. But using the data for enterprise search is is going to be extremely helpful because you can define reports based on the contents of a file, add metadata fields, add your own regex or patterns to this query as well, and also add to it the over 140 fully baked classification policies. You know, so now you can use contents, metadata, and the files are already classified based on the contents of the file for global policies. And these global policies stretch anywhere from GDPR to California privacy to North America privacy to finance to healthcare to government and federal um, regulations. So all of these things are built, you know, pre-baked into the classification engine. So when we look at information today, what we have to determine is, is the application that we're using to determine the value of our file and assess the immense amount of risk that is sitting out there in this rot data, is the tool good enough? 
right? I mean, what is good enough? I would say good enough is not an application that's going to capture five or 10 metadata fields to make that determination. I want to do a full content and metadata analysis of the data and make the determination based on what I know about the file and its completeness and not just what the application is collecting. So look, I hope this was helpful. Uh, you know, I, I love talking about these kind of issues because these are things that most enterprises have been dealing with for, for at least 15 years that I've been in this business. Uh, and, and probably longer than that. And as, as the enterprise data set continues to grow, this handling of this redundant, obsolete, or trivial data needs to be addressed because all we're doing every year is compounding the problem year over year, and the average of that is about 20%. With that said, I am Daryl Richardson, the Chief Platform Evangelist for Operavi Software. I appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned for more great content and more uh, informative podcasts as we continue changing and reshaping the data world. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Operavi podcast. For more information, see operavi.com or contact us directly via email at info at you can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for the latest news, tips, and insights on data intelligence and automation. We'll be back soon with more, so if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks, and see you soon.